0: Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast. We believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. If you'd like to know more about our ministry, you can visit us at www.sevenrivers.org backslash student. culture cast this is where we engage culture with the gospel shades oh, hey
1: there hey friend
0: <laughs> this is jason new Wayhead, and i'm mikey puckett and we are the hosts of the culture cast and we Ooh-hoo. love talking about culture and the gospel so yeah. we put them together and this is what this is it's amazing also i really like how you start off by talking into the, the camera as yeah. if people are actually in the room with us we have yeah. We don't have a live audience, but we want you to feel like you're right here with us. So, hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Culture Cast. feel like a sound effect right here. Just clapping. Exactly. Well, we are going to talk about something that most people, well, actually everybody. Everybody uses this. Everybody's on this. Everybody, to some degree or another, is tapping in. If you're watching this, this, you are. Yeah, if you're watching (laughs) this or if you're listening to this, you're on this specific thing. And we're going to talk about this and we're going to engage this like huge piece of our culture. Yes. And we're going to use the gospel as a way to show and affirm what's good about it and and challenge what's uh, maybe wrong in it. And it's all spinning from, wait for it, drum roll please from an incredible documentary on netflix called the social dilemma the social dilemma so stay tuned we're diving right in here we go What is the social dilemma? I love when you come out the gate with just a solid, solid question. Yes. That's just, hmm, that question. What is we're all this, wondering. We're all what wondering? is the social dilemma? So listen, if you are wondering what is the social dilemma, you can go on Netflix. You can pause this right now. Go to Netflix, unless you're driving your car. Go to Netflix Search the social dilemma and then watch it. It's a great documentary. I think it's not too long. It's not that long of a documentary, but it's super fascinating because it talks about this device called the smartphone, which you're using probably right now, (laughs) as we speak. And it talks about this this device of the smartphone and this new age of social media and how it's affecting our society, our culture and how it's changing all the rules and all the all the stuff. And they what's so cool about this documentary and what I love about this documentary is that they bring in they bring in um these guys that created Instagram, these guys that created Facebook, these guys that created Twitter. They bring in all these people that are part of this whole process of creating this addicting thing called social media. And they interview them and they talk to them all about what went in behind creating social media, and then they talk to them about some of the the dark sides of social media. And then at the end of the documentary, this is great. They ask them, they ask them this question.
1: What do they, they ask? And,
0: and spoiler alert: I'm going to, I will, Jason, make sure I come back to this question. They ask okay. them, would you let your kids use social media? And so they ask each one of them that question at the end mm. of the documentary. So. I will tell you what they say at the end of this. So stick with us. I'll spoil the whole movie for you so you don't have to watch it. But, no, you should watch it. You should really watch it because it's really, really good. And um, so this brings us to kind of what's something we want to talk about is social media and how that fits in with our culture and things that we can affirm about it. So let's just start there. Yeah. You know, we can affirm about social media at the core of what it is. And even these tech gurus, these guys who made this say this, we just wanted to create something where people could connect uh, with their family, with their friends from all over the world that they can make connections. And I would like to just say right off the bat with social media, that is one of the greatest gifts of it is this ability to have relationships.
1: Yeah, so you're saying the original design of Facebook, MySpace, yeah. Yeah, MySpace, MySpace. yeah. (laughs) Instagram is connection. That was the original
0: intention for social media is connection connection relationships to bring people together to bring people that maybe would never be able to connect in any other time in history together and it's been absolutely incredible and powerful uh to see how people are able to connect i even remember uh, there's another movie called i forget what it's called but it's about a guy who finds his like uh his his like he was adopted and he ends up using social media and using it might not have been a movie. I think it was like a news article. Um, they use social media to find their biological parents, which is oh, wow. really cool in another country. So like that's just the power of this thing is to be able to connect people, relationally connect people. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible source of connection. And I really do think it's a way that you can connect. And I've been able to use it as a way to connect. And we've we have a social media account called Seven River Student Ministry. follow us and then um and we use that to connect with you guys we use that to talk to you guys give you guys information um a direct message and all those things but jason here's the real question do you do you have social media i do i do have social media so what would you say are things that you like about having social media that is maybe things that we can say is really good
1: that's a great question i think obviously what we just talked about the connection like being able to connect with different friends like see what they're up to um i like learning from social media you can i think you learn a lot from what people are doing so like the learning aspect of like for instance i'm really into brewing coffee and so i look at people who are really good at brewing coffee on their instagram
0: and i learn you can tell them in your instagram account for it
1: uh go fo- go follow <laughs> coffee underscore n underscore cooking
0: okay that's that's gonna cost ten dollars for yeah, the sponsorship I'll, I'll pay you later okay thanks thanks um, <laughs> Sarah Harris is going to actually take care of that. Just, no. Just y- bill her. I do agree. You can get so much information. You can yeah. learn so much from it. I think you can learn so much of how other people think and all those things. And you're just able to engage in just a special and unique way with people uh, from all walks of life. From, mm-hmm. you know, any any – and I know, like – my grandma, my grandparents, they loved having social media because they could keep up with all of us, which is really, really, really cool. So Mm -hmm. they, they having that ability to be able to keep up with us and connect with us and see our pictures and things like that. They love, absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we can say is good. We are made for a relationship in Genesis one, sorry, in Genesis two, God says, it's not good for man to be alone and so he creates a woman and for them to have relationship and 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 that's what we're designed for is Mm relationship. so these these tech gurus they created social media for the purposes of relationships and that is a good thing to have relationships and have connection and so like we don't want to be guys that are saying like back in my day i had a flip phone or back in my day we you know we you know we didn't have all this social media and and act like there's nothing good that's ever come from social media because there are good things that have come from it. Uh, being able to relate to people and connect to people and understand people and even learn um, from other people's perspectives on life, which has been so beneficial to me and it sounds like to you as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's definitely a lot of benefits of social media. Right. So, so on the flip side, what are the downfalls? What should we be aware of?
0: How? So what? this is where the social dilemma gets really really cool the the documentary so they they essentially one of the key pieces in it is is they talk about how social like how your phone and how these companies these advertisers are creating profiles for you that you don't even know are created about you like behind the scenes so there is like a Mikey Puckett like for advertisers, for them to see a, a Mikey Puckett profile, and they know how to advertise to me. They have an algorithm for me specifically that is sold, that Facebook is selling, that Instagram is selling, that social media platforms are selling to advertisers saying, hey, we have the Mikey Puckett algorithm. If you want to sell him a product, you're going to have to pay this amount of money to get this algorithm from us, and then you can now use that algorithm to sell your product to him or to and to these people and so each one of us has this algorithm that these social media companies have created that they are now selling Mm. and essentially they're selling you and one of the tech gurus says uh, if there's something free out there on the internet or something free and you got to create a membership or whatever and you're like well what's the product in that and you're thinking that you're getting a product out of Facebook and Instagram but actually Instagram and Facebook and those social media platforms you are the product being sold to the advertisers. And I thought that was absolutely fascinating to realize, oh, my goodness. Social media has been turned away from something where people relationally connect to each other and has now been perverted and twisted to a way to actually not only disconnect people but connect people to people they maybe never wanted to connect to. So you have advertisers that are targeting you to based on your specifics and all these things. And so people are people are now being kind of sold out as their profiles and algorithms are being sold out, which is not the way that it was originally designed at all. So that is where we're at, like, with social media and how it's been twisted. And something that we can maybe push back against is how it's being now used. And Mm -hmm. it's not it's less it's interesting too, like, that they call like like when people talk about social media they call them users well they're using you as the product like you are a user of the product but also they are using you as their product to sell to advertisers and so now, that is just not how it was designed
1: did the did the social dilemma did it talk about the switch of how it's ne- like intentional design turn into
0: marketing and well, really what it came down to was Financials so these companies needed to figure out a way to make money and so they realized that they can make money By selling advertisements on their platforms, and so now you get these advertisements on these platforms and then This thing that's growing is that these advertisers they, they, they want to target specific groups of people specific kinds of people and and now they're specifically targeting us me the kids you you who are listening and watching they are targeting you And so what's even crazy, and so this is maybe a little bit of a rabbit trail, but the documentary talks about how it's been proven that social media can be used to actually change your mind. That is really scary, that social media can actually be used to Hijack your brain, and they can send you information, notify you in certain ways and specific ways. So think about it: your phone is, it, you if you have notifications on for your social media, they can create ways to buzz you, notify you when something is happening that you maybe never gave it permission to to get you on their website, to get them on their your, their platform, and then now they are sending you information based on your algorithm that they think that you want to see and then they're shifting the way that you think and so like for instance like this has become a really big deal politically because of censorship and 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 social media is right now even in court right now trying to figure out okay so political campaigns are now buying users on social media platforms using That platform to try to transform people's minds, change their minds, to sell them something, to manipulate them, to believe a certain way and think a certain way, which is kind of scary when you think about it, and it's kind of abusive of people, and it's taking advantage of people, and that's just not uh, a biblical foundation or a biblical value. is is not is to take one of the things we can say is evil is is seeing opportunity seeing people and seeing something that is doing something good and then saying let's use it to take advantage of and to use people Mm -hmm. i like
1: how you said the word abuse because we're talking about connection right and abuse is a is a disrupted connection it's a it's a it's a form of connection but it's it's messy it's sinful it's wrong it's you know i mean and so it's connection but in a the le- like the level is not equal anymore. The user is, doesn't have as much power as the network. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I like how you use that
0: word abuse. Um. And they go into even the science of it. How it's a dopamine release when you get a notification mm-hmm. and so how it becomes addicting. And that's why I'm addicted. That's why maybe you're addicted. That's why if your phone buzzes you can't help but just impulsively grab it and look at it. That, you can't help it. And, and, and they know that. And, and they're using that to actually rewire people's brains to to however much they can to be able to sell you, your, you as a product to advertisers and to people that are buying you, essentially, which is just absolutely crazy when you think about it. But if you watch the documentary, they make a really great case for it, and, and they kind of have a really fun way of playing that out. And so that's just something we're going to want to push back. And, and it's something that's interesting about it as well is, is social media is actually – what we've seen in student ministry, working with students, uh, and maybe you've seen this with your own kids, if you're an adult listening to, or maybe you're a kid listening, you have social media, you have all these connections. So for instance, you might have like a, a few hundred friends on Facebook or a few hundred friend followers on Instagram, but don't you feel still lonely even though you have those connections? Like right now, like look at your friends, like look on your social media platform. And then yet, aren't there still moments when you feel incredibly lonely? hmm and in some ways, we've seen and scientists have seen, researchers have seen that social media is actually, the, re- the goal was to create more connection and relationships, but it's actually disconnecting more people from each other. And it's more of a passive way of connecting with people, social media. So it's more of a, you don't have to be, on. so before social media, in order to connect with people, you would have to like have a conversation. To be able to figure out what's going on in their life, you would have to actually show interest and ask them in person or give them a phone call. Like There would be this element of pursuit, giving in response to that pursuit, and then pursuit back, and then giving back in response. So there's this give and take that is partially uncomfortable and takes time, but now on social media, you're like, oh, I wonder how my friend Daniel's doing. I'm just going to Facebook, look him up, see his recent pictures, and then that's it. Daniel has no idea that I'm thinking about him. Daniel has no idea that I want to Know how his life is going, what's going on, or I want to update, and so instead of having to call him or instead of having to go visit him in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and connect with him in person, I just go on Facebook, and then Daniel has no idea that I wanted to get to know him. And the same thing vice versa.
1: I think like there's a uh, I love phone calls, and so when I call people to like they have no idea how to, how to handle it. They're like, right, what's what's happening? Why right. yeah? Why is Jason calling me? Like they're like. And right. it's, like, really awkward on the phones. like, hey, hello? Like, I'm like. Right. So it's like I have to, like, almost, like, there's a system that's being in place where it's, like, I got to text him first. Got to make sure he's available for a phone call. Um, but I do have a lot of people who, um, shout out to Lee, right? He calls people all the time. He just, like, picks up the phone, thinks Lee about him and calls. RUF
0: him. guy in Austin, Texas, right? No, uh, San Antonio, Texas. Yes, San Antonio.
1: Shout so, out. yeah, it's just, a, just trying to. Be different than the what social media is projecting. It's like let's have connections, but like that's not like the whole example of your friend Daniel. Yeah, I don't know if Daniel's a real person. Oh, he's real. <laughs> he's a real
0: person. Real, real shout friend. out
1: to Daniel, Daniel too. Daniel, we <laughs> love you. <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
0: if you want to know what's going on in my life, Daniel, uh, you can find me on Facebook. So, <laughs> no, it's it is one of those things that's like. It's so good. It's good to have. It's good. It's a good thing. It's a good goal to make connections and relationships. But then it's it's become. It's what's happened is it's it's overtaken real relationships in real life, person to person relationships. It's overtaken because it's it's really easy. It's really casual. It's comfortable. Like Mm. to get to know someone on Facebook, it's a lot easier than actually having to get to know them in person. Uh, To catch up about their life is a lot easier on social media than to actually. Put in the work and time and effort to do it in person, and so what it does is it kind of steals our presence. We even see this like when we're having conversations with each other or in a meeting at work or things like that. Like people put their phones out on the desk in front of you. Oh, sorry, one second. Oh yeah, you. Sorry, you have an important text oh, yeah. notification on yeah. this thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, Jason. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but just like that, all of a sudden, boom, connection severed when you're in a one-on-one conversation with somebody. Emily and I, you know. My wife, Emily, we do this to each other all the time. Like, I get home from work. We put Trip to bed. We get Luke settled and fed. We eat dinner. And sometimes when we're eating dinner, both of us are dishonorable, just scrolling through Instagram and not connecting with each other. And then after dinner, we just get to on the couch and then we just scroll through YouTube or something like that and just not even connect with each other. And that is the problem because we're addicted to the dopamine rush of the immediate gratification of a like, the immediate gratification of seeing something new. And let me tell you the most addicting form of social media right now for me, TikTok. Oh my gosh! TikTok is that they figured out how to get you addicted. I had to delete TikTok because I was sucked in. It would be like, oh, I'm just gonna be on TikTok for like three minutes. Next thing you know, two hours later, I'm still on it. What in the world? I don't even like watching TV for two hours. Yeah, I'm over here watching TikTok. It's it's crazy. Don't. It's okay though. All right, sidetrack. But so anyway, I want to talk about and and kind of wrap up this section on on, on the pushback. You know. What is greater than connection on social media? Greater is a connection in person. And what's greater than a connection in person? It's a relationship uh, with God. And so that's that's what we want to emphasize for you who are listening. That is, if is social media stealing your time away from God and your neighbors and the people that are present in your life? Then maybe there are things that you need to change about social media for yourself. And that's just where we would want to push back and say, yeah. hey, we affirm that social media connects people, but we want to push back and say, if it's stealing from your relationship with God and stealing from your relationship with your friends and family members and the people in your life now, mm-hmm. it might be a good idea to put some restrictions and boundaries. What do you think?
1: No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a challenge, I would say that too, because if you're so used to going to your phone in the morning to like be able to pull out your Bible and read or pray, that's going to be a challenge because it's you're not going to get that instant gratification. Right. So be aware of that it's going to be, but everyone who like I've talked to who does have that morning de- devotion time, or it doesn't have to be in the morning necessarily, but like that time they they would not give up for anything. So it is valuable. You're not going to feel it right away, but well, it's intimacy with Jesus. It's it's the most valuable thing you can do.
0: Yeah. And so the movie, the Social Dilemma documentary, they give us some advice. And I actually like it. One of the things they said was turn off your notifications on Instagram and Facebook. So if you have a smartphone and you have those, maybe turn them off. Turn them off on your email. Just cr- make it a habit so that your, your body doesn't feel a vibration every time you get a notification and you get a dopamine rush and you can't help but grab it and look. So like they said, turn off those notifications Those things will be there when you check it, whenever you check it. And then the other thing they said was create – there's an app or or a way. There's apps and there's ways on your settings to create screen time restrictions where you can set 20-minute times. Like, hey, I just want to spend 20 minutes on Facebook a day. You set that up and create boundaries. They they really said boundaries are such a great way because what you don't – you want social media to be a tool. You don't want social media to run your life. So just let it be a tool that you use. Don't let it run your life. And then Mm. the other thing they said as well is – is and this is is where they where you know it's like if you can live without social media, you should wow. and so at the end of the Netflix documentary, they talked about you know at the beginning we said, you know they were asked a question, would they let their kids use social media? the things that these tech gurus created would you let your kids have them? and every single one of them said, no way and and they were asked does do any of them have an account, and they said none of them have social media accounts so Let that just sink in for a minute. The people who created it and and, and who thought that it was going to be a good thing for relational connection are saying no. No. Yeah. They draw the line with their own children because they've seen it in themselves, and they don't want it for their kids. And maybe you listening feel the same way, and maybe it would be a good idea to just take a break from social media. Maybe it would be a good idea to maybe just have one social media account.
1: And like you said, Mikey, boundaries is, is your way to freedom in this. You know, boundaries is this tool that is actually gonna give you more power and more freedom. Right. It's not it's not gonna res- it's gonna restrict what you can do, but it's gonna open up so many doors in uh, who you are. So yeah. Well, Mikey. Well, Jason,
0: I love talking to you. Let like it be talking known to you. Let it be known. Woo! Woo! Oh wow. Wow. Power. I don't know what that was. So get off your social media <laughs> device. And but watch this. But watch this. But, <laughs> but watch this on you YouTube and Instagram, <laughs> and and and, so and be sure you follow
1: us on all these and on Facebook. And check it every day. Check it every single day. Spend your twenty minutes. On
0: Leave this. your notifications for Seven River Student Ministry on. Okay. Just kidding. Hey, if you have to cut us out of your life in order to gain back some control in your life, do it. Wait, hold up, Mike. I just got something. Oh, sorry. Jason has a text. He he can't talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We love you guys. You matter to us. We'll see you next time. Do 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 do, do 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the culture cast where we engage culture with the gospel If you have any questions or maybe you have a song, a favorite song that you would want us to talk about or a movie or Netflix show that we could maybe uh, bring into this this, uh, podcast, we would love to. So you can reach out to us at SRSM at SevenRivers.org. That's SRSM at SevenRivers.org. Send us an email and uh, we'll engage with that content that you offer us or any questions or concerns that you have. If you also want to find out more about our ministry, Seven Rivers Student Ministry, you can go to sevenrivers.org backslash students. We love you guys. You matter to us. And you're lovable through a relationship with Jesus.